I'm Maida Getman, and welcome to Infertility Crossroads. I'm a mom to donor-conceived twins, and I went through eight rounds of fertility treatment before finally becoming pregnant with my two girls. I'm also a donor conception coach and founder of The Donor Downlow, a self-paced online program for people who are at the crossroads of donor conception and wondering which path is right for them. Perhaps you're like me, you thought having a baby would be easy, yet here you are every day, week, and month having to make big, scary, and radical decisions about what your future might look like. I call it the infertility crossroads. Whether you're just getting started on your fertility journey, have been trying for years, or are headed down an alternative path, you are welcome here. Join me each week where I will walk alongside you through all the infertility crossroads. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Infertility Crossroads. I'm Maida Getman, and I am thrilled that you are here. Today we're going to be talking about how to build better connection with your partner during infertility. And um, this one is really near and dear to me as I feel like infertility can just tear you and your partner apart. And I know from personal experience that that is not true. Um, You just have to be intentional and put the time and effort into it. So I'm really excited to be talking about this topic today. Infertility can be so hard on a couple. And if you are like Michael and me, struggling to have a baby was honestly the first challenge we faced together. It was the first time both of us were struggling, which made it hard to support one another. Study after study have shown that infertility can have a negative impact on marriage and lead to dissatisfaction in relationships. Couples face challenges in their sex life, when to seek help and where to go, disagreements on next steps, financial stress, emotional stress, sharing what's going on with each other, and even tension and resentment. I mean, infertility basically hits all of the major relationship stressors at one time. So today I want to share with you six tips that I have for helping to build better connection with your partner during your infertility journey. Number one, don't assume you know how your partner's feeling. This can be so hard. You know your partner really well. That's part of why you're together. Maybe you think you know how they're going to react to something or what they're thinking. The truth is, unless someone tells you exactly how they are feeling, we don't truly know. So don't assume your partner's okay just because they are not saying anything. Or don't assume they are struggling because they don't say anything. Everyone reacts differently to different situations. And unless you've been through infertility together before, which I'm guessing you haven't, you don't truly know how your partner feels until you talk about it. And that leads me right to number two, which is communicate. When you're going through something like infertility and both of you are struggling, it can be incredibly challenging. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Men and women process information differently. Each of you are experiencing something different, even though you are both going through the same situation. Each of you are bringing your own previous life experiences, histories, and ways of dealing with difficult situations to the table. And for many of us, infertility, like I said, is one of the first big hard things we face as couples. 
Up until now, it's been probably sunshine and roses. But now, in the trenches of infertility, your relationship is getting put to the test. And the only way out is through communication. I see it all the time. People say they're communicating, but in reality, they're only hitting the surface. How are you feeling about it? Fine. Or, eh, it's hard. But you don't really dive into how you are actually feeling. But before you can share with your partner about how you're truly feeling, you have to know how you're truly feeling. How can you communicate something you don't know? Spend some time on figuring out how you are feeling about your fertility journey. Are you frustrated, scared, sad, confused, energized? Write down how you really feel so that you can actually share this with your partner. Number three is be intentional about your communications. Talking about challenging things can be really hard. It takes a lot of work emotionally. And you won't set yourself up for success if you're not intentional. So what do I mean by being intentional? Well, think about this. Picture this in your mind. When you get home from work, after a long day, you're tired, emotionally, mentally, physically exhausted, Now you have to do all the tasks that are in front of you. You have to get ready for tomorrow, make dinner, clean up dinner. Maybe you even have extra work you have to do. All you really want to do is just read a book or watch a show and veg out before bed. Now imagine your partner is sitting with you on the sofa and brings up a conversation that you've been avoiding for a while because you know it's going to take a lot of mental and physical energy. You're already tapped out but you go forward because you don't want to let the person down even though you know you won't be at your best. Friends, I have done this, and let me tell you, it has failed every single time. I'm exhausted, I don't want to talk about it, so I'm not as engaged as I should be, and it usually ends in a disagreement and we both walk away even more tired than when we started. I would guess that this situation has probably come up in your house too. So instead, instead of that situation, try this one. Plan a specific time to talk. Maybe it's on a walk on a Saturday morning. Maybe it's dinner out on a Friday night. Maybe it's Sunday morning brunch. But plan for a time when you both have energy and are both at your best. Make sure there are no distractions. Put your phones down and set the agenda before you go. I do this with Michael all the time. And at first it felt really funny, but I write notes on my phone and I tell him in advance, hey, these are the things I want to talk about when we're at dinner. The stage is set. You each know what the plan is and what you're going to talk about. And you're both bringing your best selves to the conversation. Number four is listen with curiosity. We all learned at a very young age that listening is so, so important, yet most of us don't listen well at all. Listening isn't just hearing what someone says. Listening is actually taking in and synthesizing what they are saying so that you can truly understand their perspective and where they're coming from. When you truly listen to what your partner is saying, your perspective might change. Your opinion might shift but you have to be willing and open to not be right. To really know where your partner is at so that you can continue to work together as a team. And this requires you to truly hear what they're saying. Take it in, even if it's hard for you and you don't agree with it. 
and then coming up with a plan to move forward together. This is especially important when you're at an infertility crossroad and you are having to make decisions about next steps. It's not going to be effective to say, oh, well, this is your decision because we're not going to use your eggs, so you decide. Or, oh, I don't care what we do. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. No, this is about both of you. Having a family and a baby is about both of you and what both of you want. If that is your reaction to a decision you are having to make, then circle back to item two, which is communicate, and talk to each other about how you're feeling and what you're thinking, even if it's hard, even if you think it's not what the other person wants to hear. If you're both listening with curiosity, then you can work through it. Number five is don't do too much, quote, work at once. We are in a marathon, friends, both with infertility and your relationship. I promise you, you are not going to solve all the problems and communicate all the things that need to be communicated in one sitting. If you go in with that expectation, you will come out disappointed. Take it little by little. Start slowly and work your way up to deeper and more intense conversations if you've never started before. And if you're taking the time to be intentional about being together, have some fun too. Which leads me to my last point and number six, focus on other aspects of your relationship. This one is key. For me, infertility and trying to have a baby was all consuming. I thought about it all the time which meant it was hard for me to not think about it and how it impacted me every single day. By allowing it to consume me, it was impacting my relationship in a negative way. Making sure you are not talking about infertility and baby making all the time is so important because it continues to help you connect on other things besides the struggles. So as you are intentional about infertility and what you're struggling with, You also have to be intentional about talking about other things. Make plans to go do something fun and make a deal with your partner to not talk about infertility. Continue to build in shared experiences that will build memories with each other. Watch shows, read books, cook, go out. One day, this is all going to be over. One day, even though it doesn't feel like it, you will be done trying to grow your family. And one day, if your path allows you to have children, these times, just the two of you, will be much harder to come by. And if you decide not to have kids, it'll just be the two of you left. Even though it's hard, don't let this time pass without continuing to focus on your relationship as well. So as we wrap up, let's recap my six tips for helping to build a better connection with your partner during infertility. Number one, don't assume that you know what your partner is feeling. It makes an ass out of you and me. Come on. Number two, communicate, communicate, communicate. Number three, be intentional about talking about infertility and not talking about it. Number four, listen with curiosity, not judgment. Number five, don't do too much hard work at one time. Take breaks and have fun too. And number six, focus on your relationship as a whole and continue to build that while you're trying to build your family. 
Thanks for joining me today on Infertility Crossroads. I hope these tips and tricks will help you out and will help you continue to build your relationship. If you could do me a huge favor, I would love for you to rate and review the show. Your feedback is incredibly important to me. So head to where you listen to this podcast, rate the show, leave me a review. I read them all and I would love to see it. And I will see you next week on Infertility Crossroads. Before you go, I have a few things I want to share with you. Continue the conversation with me on my Instagram page at Maida Getman. I love connecting with people and I would love for you to join me there at M-E-T-A-G-E-T-M-A-N on Instagram. If you just learned that using a donor might be your path to becoming a parent, or if you have an inkling that donor conception is the path for you, head to my website, www.medagetman.com slash podcast and download my free PDF donor decision guide. This resource is packed full of questions to consider if you are even thinking about using a donor. That's metagetman.com slash podcast. Lastly, I am not a doctor, a psychologist, a nutritionist, or a professional in the area of fertility. I am a person who has gone through infertility, has learned a lot along the way, and wants to share my learnings with you. Please do not substitute what you hear on the show for professional advice. That's what the pros are for. If you want to learn more about my terms and conditions, go to my website, MaidaGetman.com.